Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show with me, Joey Price, your host. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today, wherever you are in the world. Strong chance that you're tuning in from home. Why? Because we're still under the coronavirus quarantine. However, podcasts like these, shows like these, hopefully help brighten your day. And I couldn't be more excited to bring this episode to you. We have Aaron Velke as our special coffee shop Q&A guest. And Aaron is going to talk about finances and why this could be a good time for you to pivot and reevaluate how much you're spending on different things. So that's going to be a very great conversation. But first, I just want to check in with you. How are you doing? What's new with you? How are things with your business? How are things if you are employed, working? This is a crazy time right now, and we've never experienced time like this before, at least not that I know of. And one of the reasons why podcasting through moments like this is important is because Ultimately, people are going to look back and want to know what was it like being in this time? What was it like having shelter in place? What was it like having hospitals that are doing their best but just don't have enough of the resources needed? And so they're having to get innovative. They're having to get creative. Governors are having to get creative in the way that they lead their states And so there's going to be a story to tell when this is all said and done. And so podcasting through moments like this is part uh, entertainment uh, to give you something to look forward to every week, but it's also part information and a matter of historic record. Like I said, we've never been in a time like this before. And so the people that tell the stories are going to help future generations understand what it was really like to experience times like this. So again, um, this is why we podcast, but thank you to you for listening. And also thanks to the team that makes this possible. Uh, Everybody from Peja, who is now our, basically manages podcast production. Uh, I have Jani May who helps share our podcast online and social media. And uh, Bassett who helps with video uh, and audio editing. So thank you team. Love you guys. Uh, this wouldn't be happening without you. All right. Speaking of not happening without you, we're going to get ready for mama. I made it this mama. I made it is more of a shout out. Um, there's no particular person, but what I am seeing is that we're in the midst of a crisis And so many people are finding innovative and creative ways to contribute to the movement of supporting our first responders and healthcare workers. And so the first shout out that I want to give is Starbucks actually is offering free coffee to first responders and people who are in the health crisis that are on the front lines of the health crisis rather. So nurses, doctors, text, you name it. If you contribute to the mission of a hospital, they're giving you free coffee. So I really want to shout out them. But also guys on Instagram, and by the way, my Instagram is joeyvpricehr. I'm seeing a ton of people who are knitting masks for workers. So that is cool that people are doing that. And the knitting, it's not about the design in as much as it's about helping to create a barrier that helps the workers keep their masks longer. 
Uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's a shortage of masks. And so this moment in time is when we're really looking at, you know, how can we help preserve this, uh, the, the materials that we do have until there's an opportunity for more stuff to, to, to come. And could you imagine trying to do your job without having the necessary supplies? Like, could I imagine trying to work online if I only had internet for 30 minutes a day? Or could I imagine trying to get to my office if I only had gas to go 10 miles of a 20 mile journey? Like that's where healthcare workers are at this point. And so anyone who is stepping up to contribute to their mission, to their cause, my hat goes off to you. Definitely you get a mama, I made it cheer from me. Uh, what is Jumpstart doing? Well, I recently signed us up to be a part of, uh, in the state of Maryland, there's this partnership that, that they have with private industry, and it's for the Maryland Emergency Management Administration. And I don't know if I'll get a call back. I don't know if there's even a need, but I would imagine that, you know, with the healthcare workers that are needed, and uh, now we're looking into med schools and nursing schools and placing people at hospitals to actually help with the fight against the coronavirus, um, there may be a need for resources. So for HR, for training, for onboarding support, for sourcing through resumes and finding the right fit. So HR companies are deemed essential. So I'm just trying to play an essential part. So uh, I do want to thank my team, uh, Emily and Yemisi, for uh, being a part of the team right now and doing all you can to help keep things going. So that's this Mama I Made It segment. All right, next we are transitioning into while you are working. So while you are working, there was a article published in Chief Executive Online and the title of this is called CEOs, Cash and COVID, What Every Company Must Do ASAP. And I'll share a link, of course, in the show notes like we always do. But really, this article, what stood out to me was the fact that it said that while this is a downtime in business, while this is a time where the world is slowing down, it's actually an opportunity for you to take an inventory of your business and some of the things that you can do to innovate. So we're already seeing that happen in food and fast food and retail where companies are steering more towards uh, online ordering and delivery and takeout where they may not have done that before. And so we're seeing innovation in that space. But, you know, what are some things that you can do to innovate in your business? Maybe you can go to online courses. Maybe you can go to consulting or other partners that might be helpful for you to get, get new business. Uh, this is the season to figure out what it is that you can do to be successful and pivot in the midst of this pandemic. I think that this pandemic is going to change the way that we work for the rest of our lives. And I think there's a, a certain PTSD almost that will be attributed to those who live through this era of the coronavirus. We don't have a cure at this point. There's no vaccine at this point. We don't know when that's gonna come. And until that does come, where there's just going to be this subtle paranoia or this subtle awareness that at any given moment, you know, you could be susceptible to a virus that is terminal for, for many people and definitely a, a major life setback for others. And so, you know, life is very crazy right now. Life is very different right now. 
And I know that I'm just talking to you on a, on a show and you're listening to me, but that part of your life may be normal, you know, the li- listening to a podcast or viewing a podcast on YouTube, but there's inevitably something else that you're doing during your day while listening to this and watching this that is just radically different than what you'd be doing. For example, you know, if you're listening to this at home and you usually listen to it on the way to the office or while you're at the office, life is just changing radically. And so I just think that this is a really great time for entrepreneurs, business owners, business managers to reevaluate, you know, just how you're doing business and some of the things that you can do to be successful. So all right, we're going to take this commercial break really quick. And then on the other side of that, we're going to have Aaron Velke. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com slash contact. All right, so welcome back to this segment. We call it Coffee Shop Q&A here at the Business Life and Coffee Show. We've got a very special guest this week. His name is Aaron Velke. And he is CEO and founder of Ortis Academy, Inc. And what I love about Aaron is he's known for many things, but the primary thing is he helps people with money. And he helps young people with money, professionals with money. And what better time now than in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic than to take a look at your budget, take a look at your finances, and get some lasting tips to succeed. So, Aaron, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Joe. Good to be here. Hey, how are you doing, first of all, man? What, let me get a life check. What's going on? <laughs> Pulse is good. All right. Uh, oxygen's good. I've been stopping a pause from, you know, this, this is a time where I feel most called to help. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm finding myself, you know, after seven hours being like, oh, my God, what, where am I? What day is it? How, how many hours have I worked? So aside from that, man, I'm good. Family's good. And I think our whole team is doing well. Oh, that's great, man. That's great. This virus came out of nowhere and now we're all life just looks radically different. What's one way that life looks different for you? Man, you know, I run a really, really exciting morning routine. I get up in the morning at 430, hit the gym, come back and I usually keep from about six until maybe 10 with no meetings. And that's my time to create. And now I'm not leaving for meetings. So there's a, like I'm having this creativity sort of overhaul. At the same time, I think I'm really missing the gym. Oh. <laughs> I'm really missing it. I, man, we all are, uh, you know, going outside just doesn't cut it. You know, I got to get in there and with the weights and the machines and things. So uh, I'm, I feel you, bro. I feel you the same, same, man. So, you know, it's it's just not it's not the same doing it at home. You know, I, I like the I'm now somewhere different doing something different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So 
Aaron, um, I mentioned that you're the CEO of the Ordis Academy. Really quickly, tell us what that means. What do you do at, with the Ordis uh, Academy? Well, right now is, is again, sort of like a calling to a, a much bigger mission. What we have been doing for five years is educating people on what we call financial intelligence. And we may talk about a little bit of what that means today, but really when, when we think about money, we think about emotions and we think about psychology, right? Behaviors and triggers and all those things. And we've been working for the last several years on how we can help individuals, depending on where they are at a lot of different stages, figure out what matters to them, what their values are, what their personality with money is, and really helping them develop a better relationship with money. And now more than ever, that is absolutely essential. Yeah, I would agree. And I would, I would think, you know, when, when I think about relationships, I think about partners and I, I think about the advice that they give to couples that are looking to get married. It's like, it's not about so much changing your partner, but it's changing how you relate to your partner. So I would imagine in some way, it's kind of like, all right, money isn't going to change. You have to be a better partner to your money. And so you help people with, with that. Big time. And there, there's a really fun exercise we do. We'll ask people to finish the sentence money is. And, you know, those answers are really <laughs> indicative of how you feel about it. And, you know, sometimes we'll get like money is evil. And then we have to have a conversation about, well, what do you expect you'll do? If, if you feel like it's evil, what do you think you'll do if you get an opportunity to get some or money is power, right? Or, That's right. or money is freedom. Like yeah. it's all of those things, but those are indicators of where people stand. Yeah, no, that's true. So not everybody starts with the same relationship with money. What are some of the reasons why you think people have different outlooks on on finances? We all grow up in different households that have, you know, parents with different outlooks themselves. And a lot of that gets imprinted. Um, we might have an experience really young that that changes our relationship, whether it be, you know, money gets stolen or we earn it in a way that makes us not feel clean mm -hmm. or you know, maybe we work and, and feel like, well, I don't I don't even know why I got paid. I'm, I'm not sure I did anything. So most of it has to do with imprinting. But I think now in a digital age, we also have a bit of a separation with our money. We, we, we no longer need to pass cash. We can just like click, click, click. Yep. And it's gone. Yep. So we've got a very different dynamic when digital currency has now become commonplace. And what we're experiencing in that new age is that your relationship with money is now magnified because pain of spending and the pleasure of buying are now very far apart. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, talking about pain, we're all cooped up in the house for good cause, for good reason. You know, being good, <laughs> being good neighbors, being good American citizens, and uh, staying home to to flatten the curve. And I, I think that's got people thinking about what they would be spending their money on, what they're not spending their money on, what they wish they could be spending their money on. Why do you think now would be a good time to evaluate the relationship that a person has with money? We're cutting the cloth as it is, right? There are going to be some major financial ripples of this that, that haven't really hit yet. We're, we're still kind of waiting for them to wave through. And there's a lot of different data that's out there, a lot of different points on this. And, you know, I, I certainly don't want to fear monger, but it's important that we all get a grasp on our money now because the ripple hasn't hit and the wave hasn't gotten to us, right? Like the, the earthquake happened, the tsunami is still 
still coming, but it hasn't hit. So everyone on the beach is like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. You know, and, and the, the reason tsunamis are particularly dangerous is the water recedes. Everyone's like, wow, look at all these cool shells. And look, wow, it looks great. This is awesome. And then they're like, Kapoosh. yeah. So, you know, in many ways, now is a great time to get a handle on things, to develop some new habits because the ripple of this is yet unseen. And, you know, there are so many industries being affected, businesses shutting down, closures happening. And those things, they take a while to kind of percolate through the system. So there's just a lot to be told in this story. And I would love for every listener to really take a hard look at, at what they're doing with their dollars so that they're prepared, right? It's just about preparation, really. Yeah. So so talking about preparing for the tsunami, it sounds like you're expecting worse things or additional things to happen, even beyond this initial wave of having to stay at home. If, if you were talking to a friend or talking to a client, what are some of the conversations that you'd be having about relationships with money and things to, to stop doing, things that you need to start doing? What would, that, what would that conversation look like? So right now we're having those conversations a lot. They're sometimes with entrepreneurs and business owners. Sometimes they're with you know, friends and family members. Uh, so on the friends and family members, the more personal side, now's a really good time to think of preparation like you would practicality. You know, now's not a great time to upgrade your car or buy a new denim jacket because it's on sale, right? We, we keep saying this in all of our social channels. Everything right now is is on sale. It's cheaper, right? People are just trying their best. Every company right now is trying to grab cash. So that's a great indicator when things are on sale. And instead of buying, you know, something that you feel would would upgrade your lifestyle, hold, right? Be patient. Don't panic. Just hold. Uh, so practicality is one. If it doesn't have a use now, it's not really a good time. Uh, I think another one, another piece of the conversation that we're having a lot is like now's a really good time to evaluate what's essential. And there can be a lot of gray area in essential. We we tend not to think of wants and needs because there's there's gray area there, right? But now is a good time to think of okay, what's actually essential and what's not. You know, housing. Uh, your car, things like that, groceries, like those are very essential. Uh, health insurance, essential. But, you know, right now, maybe going out to dinner or picking up carryout, maybe that isn't, right? Especially if it costs you some significant difference in, in your food bill. So that's a big one. What's essential? What's not? There's a lot of tactics. We've got some resources that I'll, I'll happily share with you so you can share out. But like we've got some resources to help people figure out you know, how do I deal with bills if I can't pay them? Or, you know, what what about my credit card statement? We've got some tactics for that. But the assessment, just, like just in conversation, is, hey, you know, how do you feel about that? Is that important right now? Uh, I almost bought a record player earlier today because it was it was like on sale. And then I realized that you can't just buy a record player. You got to buy the records buy. <laughs> and the holder for the records. Like it just it never ends, right? Yeah. Not essential. Yeah. Um, on the business owner front, though, the conversation is, hey, things are on fire. How can I – what do I do? Do I do I pivot? Do I punch through? Do I shut down? You know, what, what do I do? And so we're having some calls and conversations with business owners from across the country to really help them navigate with like a decision tree. Here's what you can do. And that's really interesting as well because we've got business owners that, you know, their burn rate is – is alarming mm -hmm. compared to their their current cash reserves if doors have been closed and we're trying to do our best to help so we've been really spending a lot of our time 
in those conversations in two ways. We've got a campaign called Team Human. And one, we're giving away online courses to parents. We're holding free webinars for those that have been laid off, employees, employers, all the above to just help people. And now we're opening up our our phone lines to help business owners figure out what their next moves are. Just a, just a little bit of like, like an hour long phone call because everybody's nervous. There's a lot of emotion right now. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of emotion and a lot of uncertainty. I mean, I, I think the emotion is fueled by the fact that we don't know when this is going to end and we don't know the the repair that's going to need to be done. And the more that this stretches, uh, the more uh, there's a reality that, uh, you know, if, if cash isn't coming in the way that it was, um, that's going to cause us to, to change the way that we either look at our business or even can we be in business or do we need to pivot to something else? So I think that's a very, very real conversation that a lot of business owners are are having. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on something too. So as you know, the, the stimulus bill is getting passed through and it's looking like each American adult that qualifies will get at as much as uh, $1,200 and each child will get, uh, I think, $500. If you were talking with the client, wh- where do you think the best place to put that money would be i'm sure that's a loaded question but i just want to i want to ask that question (laughs) and i'm going to shut up and and just see what your thoughts are on that oh man pressure is on we're on the air (laughs) live and that and what a loaded question all right um well let's let's think statistically right if if i'm talking to most people it's going to go straight to needs and necessities it should it probably has to right for as much support as we're getting you know, with mortgage payments being deferred and, and going into forbearance, not foreclosure, with credit companies saying, hey, we'll help out, with student loans being paused on interest. Like, there's a lot of support right now. But for most people, I can tell you all the stats because I speak on this all the time. Mm-hmm. The stats say that, you know, most people need to put that to necessities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my hope is that people are very responsible with this and don't go whisking it away. I think even for someone that has maybe their basic needs met, they might think, well, this is a great opportunity to get something extra, to, to buy into vanity and, and you know get the thing that's now on sale because everything's on sale. Get that get that uh, really international trip. People, get hey, that. you know, flights are cheap. <laughs> you know, but but from a practical perspective, it's probably best to hold like I would love to just you know, dump it in the market. But realistically, that's not practical right now. Mm-hmm. When we don't know that, right? The, the, the challenge with uncertainty is that the moves we make in uncertainty are often questionable as well. But we can create a little bit of certainty by keeping things reserved and being very practical. So putting it in the bank, it's a phenomenal move because there's certainty that you can use it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. So my opinion is that what individuals should really be thinking is if I'm emotional and things are uncertain, what kind of certainty can I create? And having reserves, there's some certainty there. Might not last forever, but at least you have some space to breathe. And yeah. space to breathe right now gives you the the wherewithal to make a better choice. Right. And that's that's where that's where it hits this hits the hardest, is where we're all like, oh, oh my God, panic, 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 choice, choice, choice. And we reflect back and we're like, oh, my God, I made all the wrong choices. But certainty can give us the distance to make better ones. Definitely. I think that's a good uh, good response there. 
Uh, if you are wondering what to do with your finances, definitely check out Aaron and, and Ortis Academy and the things that he's doing. Um, speaking of Ortis, hey, man, what's on the horizon for you guys? What are some of the things you're excited about? What are some of the conversations you're having? And um, what's what's next in 2020 for Aaron and Ortis Academy? Dude, I love that question. Mostly, mostly because... If you'd asked me three weeks ago, it'd have been a very different answer. <laughs> That's and, true. And I yeah. Most business owners, like everybody's feeling that way, right? Like yep. I have been in my house now for six days straight. So maybe this is the wires all getting crossed. But you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm still so excited. Like we have been doing this work for so long, and now we can make a big difference and help a lot of people. And you know, for a while, people have been like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're like helping people with their money. I don't get it." And now it's like, "No, no, no!" Like this is a great time for us to be able to help and like step in and, and do that. So we've got a couple of things that we're working on. One, we really want to work with small business owners to help them identify where they are mm-hmm. and to, you know, invite them to just like an hour long phone call and, and say, look, you know, we we're here to help. We haven't really fleshed all this out, but we think that we could, you know, take an hour and just help a small business owner figure out what decisions do I need to make? You know, get them some reflection on their own business so they can make choices that are best for them. We're also working on this employer wellness model that we think could be really effective. Obviously, right now it might be challenging, but in the long run, what we want to be able to do is work with the owners of a business and support their employees and give the entire staff a little bit of financial education. Because, I mean, again, right now, I mean, it's just paramount. But even from here, this is going to be one of those moments for a lot of people where we got again and we're really excited to help people navigate through that where they don't have to look back and say, I never want to experience that again. Right. We really want to be support beams for people now. And for those that, you know, money isn't talked about in school and in families, it's not always provided in college. Like no one really talks about it. We just, we just hope that we do it right. And then, you know, when the dart does hit the board, we're like, Oh yeah, you guys see that? I did it. Did it. Nailed it. And I got it. You see that? Perfect. Put that one on Instagram. And what is real right now is that the emotions that are happening are just the in the now and we want to provide some education so that people when they when they go to buy a house they know how to do that when they want to understand you know how to invest they can do that and and if they haven't been taught that we've got a great foundations level course for them like start here and here's the staircase upwards again right now maybe that's not not what people need because we're in kind of like fight or flight mode but that's going to be a really big play for us in the future so that what what happens when the water clears, when the tsunami wave clears, is we can help people rebuild and rebuild with a lot of integrity and structure. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I, I definitely wish you the best in that venture. I think uh, it's a much needed conversation that needs to be had. And you're definitely the right crew for the for the job. So how can people find you? How can people connect with you? How can people work with uh, Ortis Academy and all the things that you have going on? So our website is www.ortisacademy.com. And that's O-R-T-U-S-T as in Tom. Uh, Ortis is Latin for revolution and new beginning. Like what a perfect you know, way to think about this, right? Know, this is right? a chance. This is the season. Start. This is the season for orders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like let's, <laughs> let's get people through this to a new beginning. Um, so orders There's plenty of resources there. We've got a foundations level course for 
families and individuals that really want to get introduced to the themes of emotional conversations with money and financial intelligence. We've also got some resources there under our team human page that are for families, that are for employers. We've got some free webinars and workshops that we're hosting. So there's a lot there. If you need to reach out to us, our contact page is there. And we'd, we'd love to be a support for anybody, business owner or individual, trying to figure this out. And if we can be that sounding board, that consult, that coach, that mentor, that guide, right now, like we're, we're happy to help. This is really mission oriented for us. And, you know, right now we need some leadership and we're feeling called to support individuals, to support small business and just show up when people feel like they're alone. All right, Aaron. Well, I wish you much success in that. And it's been a pleasure talking with you on Coffee Shop Q&A here at the Business Life and Coffee Show. We'll got to have you back again. You're one of our few repeat guests. So you're, you're doing something right. Yes. So all right, man, um, I'll see you on the other side of this tsunami. And I wish you all the best. Thank you, Joey. I appreciate you having me, man. 